Savantica and Acacia's here with me. Welcome back to another episode of Friendship in the Time of Coronavirus. Today's topic is going to be something that we've both been looking forward to. They're just going to be um, kind of laid back, fun, hopefully interesting for you guys to listen to, and we're going to be talking about boys. Of course, we're going to spill all the tea. We have lots of different stuff we're going to talk about. We know everyone loves to hear the stories about boys, so we're going to get right into it. Our past relationships, our dating journey up till today. Okay, I can start it off. So I didn't start really like seriously talking to guys till probably sophomore year of high school. And that's when I got asked out for the first time. And that's a fun little story. So it was after a football game. It was a Friday night. We were all exhausted. And I'm getting ready to leave. And my mom's there to pick me up. But then um, one of my friends stops me. And he says, hey, wait, I have something for you. And I'm like, oh, what's up? And he pulls out this cute little poster board that he made. And like it has different pages on it. And on each page, it had like a word. So it was like will you go out to homecoming with me? So that was like my first experience getting asked out and I was super excited. Like I, it had never happened before. I, if I'm gonna be completely honest, don't even think I had really deep feelings for this guy. Like I thought he was mildly attractive and like nice, but I never really crushed on him. But after he asked me out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting, like yes. And then I think my feelings from then but it wasn't lasting because after like a month I was like hey I'm so sorry but like I don't think this is gonna work and I think the reason it didn't work was because I wasn't fully into him at any point which is kind of sad and I feel bad because I probably let him on but it was my first experience and I was like hey this is my first boyfriend this is so exciting this is so cool but yeah it's just like a cute little story we're still super close friends Oh, and to add on, he's gay now, so that's also something. I was um, the last girl he dated. He was the first guy I dated, but I don't know if I did something. Or... Avanto was his um, beard. I guess so. He was like, oh, not doing this again, going to boys now. But it's all good because we're still super close friends now. And it's just a funny story to look back on. Yeah, and then like my first experience was kind of kind of similar. So in middle school there was a little bit of kind of crushes and stuff and not not any like super mature relationships or anything. Like I was asked out in 6th grade on Valentine's Day with one of those huge Hershey's kisses and That's I just so <laughs> it I was really to be cute. Asked out on I love Valentine's Day. That was my favorite holiday. That was definitely one of the most romantic gestures Mm -hmm. I've ever experienced. And that was in sixth grade. So give him (laughs) big props. Um, And I said yes, just because like I felt bad because he like kind of made a lot of effort and everything. So I just said yes, but I wasn't really interested in him. And he asked me to go out to Sugar Bowl on that day too. Um, Like after school, just like come home like with him and his dad or whatever. And they'd take me to Sugar Bowl for lunch. And I said no, <laughs> because I think, I think I'd like texted my mom and been like, hey, is that okay? And she's like, no, like you don't know this guy really. Because he was in band. I mean, you know, so Avantika and I are both in band. And so of course, most of our romances happened within band. And that was a trend 
friend throughout middle school so that was sixth grade and then so we I kind of had like avoided him the rest of that week and even though I guess we were dating because he asked me out and I said yes and then he like came to me at the end of the week like literally like a couple days later and was like hey you know I don't think you like me as much as I like you so I say he kind of like broke up with himself kind of thing and that was kind of funny and one day like I think the day before that he had like said oh hey can we like talk after school or whatever and I knew he had to take the bus so I hid in my seventh hour classroom like for 10 minutes because I knew he would miss the bus otherwise (laughs) I think this is just brutal this is like taking it to another level oh yeah I felt so bad like afterwards I was like that was a really shitty thing to do but yeah no so that was kind of like my first experience and then like seventh grade I had an on and off thing with a guy that was a year older than me and that was like not good relationship at all and then um eighth grade I dated a guy for three months and we never did anything more than hold hands although we did say I love you and that was (laughs) that was quite something oh yeah and I'm curious what's been your longest relationship so just over three months um pretty much and that that I feel like that sounds bad but it's like there have been as we talk about other stories too it's like kind of circumstantial and three months is like good longevity for eighth grade you know (laughs) um but yeah no and I like and I was the one who actually broke up with him because I was just like nothing's happening this isn't going anywhere you know that sounds so mature for like an eighth grader (laughs) but I cried because I felt so bad because he was just like the sweetest guy ever and we had like gone out on a couple of dates and stuff and I like met his family and everything and he he actually we'll get to this in the gift section but he gave me like a really um special gift and so I like I felt really bad and he like blocked me on Instagram like 15 minutes after because I broke up with him during lunch and I was like so hurt and I felt so bad and we didn't talk for like a hot minute after that but then we talked a little bit later and it was really nice so that was like kind you of got over it yeah that was kind of like got over it, I guess. exactly that was kind of like my first foray into relationships within middle mm. school <laughs> wow good experiences we we learn something from everything of course yeah and my longest relationship's been like barely four months which again sounds really bad I was talking to my other friend the other day and I was like yeah my longest has been four months she just straight up started laughing at me and I was like hey like what's so funny she's like I've been in a two-year relationship like four months is nothing and I was like okay yeah but four months still doesn't mean it's like it wasn't worth anything exactly and I feel like you can't shade because like if nothing's happening and you're not feeling it why try and stretch it out like you I feel like you can't judge because everyone's situation is different for sure yeah but maybe it does sound a little pathetic to say but you know we all start somewhere and my two-year and forever relationships are going to be somewhere in the future exactly and then what were your other relationships after the sophomore year one so after a sophomore year one that was the beginning of sophomore year, like around homecoming time. So then towards the end of sophomore year, I started talking to someone else. This was just drama after drama after drama. So I, I'm actually not sure if I told you this like off of our podcast, but this is a guy I met through my bio class and we had mutual friends. So we hung out. The first time we hung out was in a group of friends and we started talking and we hit it off and we got each other's numbers through that group chat we used to hang out um so then we started texting separately and it was going really well but then so my best friend knew him really well like more than I knew him but then I started talking to him and I didn't think they were talking too much 
apparently they were. I just didn't know that. So what happened was we've been talking for probably like three to four months. He finally asked me out. This is in February. <laughs> it's so funny. So we have a Target next to the Starbucks and we're like, hey, let's just go to Target. And I don't know what someone wanted something. And so on the way to Target, we held hands and I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. And so like that was the <laughs> beginning of our relationship. We held hands from Starbucks to Target in a group of friends. Wow. Um, but like it, it was going well for a good while. Like we would stay up forever and just text and talk for like days at a time and do all our homework together and be lab partners because we had bio so like things were going really well but then I was also like talking to my best friend through all of this and I was like oh he did this today this was super cute and she'd be like oh yeah interesting I'd be like oh yeah he texted me this and she's like hmm and so then finally one day she was like hey I think something weird's going on like he texts us the exact same things like it was Mother's Day. We remember this text very vividly. And he texted me, he was like, oh, thank you for your mother for making you and I'm so grateful for you. Like he kind of turned around Mother's Day to make it an appreciation thing about me. But I was like, okay, that's interesting, but sure, I'll take it. I said thank you and sent him hearts. But then she got that same text too. And I was like, that's kind of odd. Like why, why is he sending this to her too? Then it was Valentine's Day or something. And he bought me chocolates, which I was like, very cute. I like that. He also bought her chocolates. Definitely sus. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I'm like, okay, what, what's going on here? And so we talk, and I talk to my friend, and my friend's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, he, he's just kind of doing it. I don't really talk to him much. And I was like, okay. And so I got to a point where I was like, I almost had to choose between my relationship and my friendship. And it wasn't even like... I was mad at her because she wasn't doing anything to like provoke him or she wasn't texting him back. He was just kind of doing it by himself. And so at that point I was like, okay, uh, this is weird. I actually told him this was the end of sophomore year. So we were going on summer break and I was like, Hey, let's just take a break. Like during summer break, let's just take some time away from each other. And I didn't want to break up with him because I really liked him. But I was like, hey, let's take a break. Maybe this will be good for us. He wasn't having it, though. He was like, no, I don't want to take a break. Like, why do you want to take a break? And I was like, I think some space will be nice. I'm not saying, like, don't talk to me for three months. Just let's take a short break. And he was like, no. And then I think he ended up breaking up with me because, like, I wanted to take a break and he didn't want to take a break. So then that was the end of it. But afterwards... Like, I always tend to be on good terms with my exes. I don't like to hate anyone. I tend to forgive people. So we go back junior year. We're on, we're in the same club, so we're seeing each other a lot. And I just try to be polite, you know, nice thing to do. Just saying, hi, hello, how's your day? He won't give me any time of the day. And at first, I was, like, really hurt by it. I was like, wow, like, looking from where we came from, he won't even say hi. He won't even have a conversation. He was just being plain rude. But then afterwards, I kind of came to the realization where, like, it doesn't matter that much. Like, he can be as petty as he wants to be. I'm not going to let it affect me like that anymore. So then we, like distance drifted off didn't really talk the last two years of high school and now he's hopefully doing well in college 
And then going into high school for me, so actually the summer before freshman year, this guy that I'd like been in school since elementary school, we had, you know, just been like casual friends and, you know, whatever. He like started texting me over the summer and like started being super flirtatious and like saying I liked you and stuff. And I was like not really interested, but I was like, it's fine. I'll like talk to him, be nice, whatever. Um, and then we, and then like it probably like a day or two before school started or like the day school started, whatever he like asked me out and I was like, sure, why not? Like, <laughs> you know, you're kind of in that, sure, I guess. yeah, you're kind of in that phase. Yeah. You're kind of in like that phase of life where you're like, you know, it just, it feels, the attention feels nice, you know, and sure. I'm not going to shoot it down. Like, you know, might as well try kind of thing. And it, like, he wasn't unattractive or anything. I just wasn't like, I had a crush on him or anything. And then, so we're like. I don't know, like a week into, I guess, dating, like since I had said yes to him asking me out and I like walk him out to the parking lot, like after school or he's walking me out, whatever. And I like give him a hug and he like whispers in my ear, I'm falling in love with you. And I literally think I pulled back and was like, no, you're not. (laughs) Yeah, this is going into freshman year. Yeah, this is going into freshman year. This is like elementary school level. You talk to someone for a day and be like, oh, I'm, I'm in love with you now. Yeah, seriously. But I think your response was perfect. Yeah, and he like, he didn't say anything like after, like he wasn't offended or anything. Um, And then homecoming had been coming up and I, because homecoming is like not that long after school starts. And so I guess he probably asked me out a little bit later because homecoming's in October. So we were, had been talking for a while and then he asked me out and then he like was refusing to go to homecoming, like making up all these excuses about not wanting to go and like very bad. And I was like upsetting me. So like, I wanted a day to homecoming. Like we were together, like we should be going to homecoming together. And so then he just wasn't. And so then I just like broke up with him or I think, I think I was the one to do it. Maybe he was, we were mad at each other. So, you know, it just ended. And then he ended up going to homecoming anyway. And I was so pissed off. I was like, you put up all that stink about not wanting to go. And then you turn around and go anyway. So that was very, very annoying. But that was, that was a pretty short lived one. I think I counted that it ended up being like two or three weeks of us like actually like being together in air quotes because I don't think we were really together like I guess we held hands like sometimes I don't really know oh my gosh I just remember this one time for lunch I like we would sit in like there was a quad in the middle of my high school like a grassy quad with some benches and we would sit there and eat my lunch and one day I brought like a picnic blanket so we could like sit on the grass without being like bitten by the ants or something that just came back to me that was during a period where we weren't arguing with each other (laughs) yeah and then probably a couple months later yeah because it was my also my freshman year or not a couple months later in the spring semester by now so um and he this guy had been a van too and so then now this guy's another van person like we said van people you know tend to get together um I had been like friends with this guy he was in my section he also played saxophone um he was my co-section leader for marching band, actually, and I was, like, in wind ensemble with him, whatever, and we were talking, and I really, and I thought he was, like, really funny and super, super smart, but I wasn't, like, physically attracted to him at all, like, I didn't think that at all, but I really liked how smart he was, and we had intelligent conversations, and we, like, really got along, and I actually was the one to ask him out, so we were, like, coming home from a concert band competition, and I, like, said, hey, do you want to get lunch after this, and so then we did, Um, and then he kind of like officially asked me out, I think another date later. So we went to a park, I think another time. And that's when he asked me out and I said, yes. And it was like really good and everything. 
but that and you know we got along really well like there weren't any arguments or everything like I was the first person I went on real dates with um and we ended up going to prom together and he did a really sweet promposal for me so like one of our places favorite place to go is Taco Bell and so my promposal was you want a taco about prom and he brought me Taco Bells for when he asked me and so that was really nice so we were coming up on prom kind of and I was realizing that you know this is like I'm not really feeling it like he's kissing me and I like this sounds so bad I would like wipe my mouth off like after he kissed me just <laughs> seriously just because like I wasn't like attracted to him and so I was kind of feeling bad I was like okay but we're gonna get through prom and that sounds bad too it's like I was using him for prom but it wasn't I was like he asked me out I didn't want to like leave him in the lurch or anything um and so then we went to prom and then I waited a week and uh, I broke up with him <laughs> after prom hey, at least you got prom though yeah and then like later in the semester um this I couldn't drive yet he was a junior so he was two years older and that's how we went to prom because I was a freshman obviously and I needed a ride to school because my dad is out of town and so and he was like the only person I knew I could cause okay so my neighbor would drive me sometimes but I think she was unavailable or she wasn't picking up the phone that morning and so I called him I was like can you please come take me so and the most <laughs> awkward car ride of my entire life I get in the car I say good morning he says good morning does not talk to me the entire I mean it's a five minute drive so it's not like it was 20 minutes of awkward time but still no, five still. minutes no acknowledgement no nothing and I was like wow yeah it was was yeah. this like the first conversation you guys kind of had after the breakup or were you kind of talking? Um, not talking like texting or anything, but we would talk in bands because he actually had taken okay. me breaking up with him really, really well. Um, and okay. he like wasn't super upset or angry or anything like it was totally fine whatever and so and I was like that's like really mature of him like very proud of him whatever and then we get to and this is so this is the spring so we're going to summer now and we come back for band camp and he's drum major of the marching band and that's when his anger decided to come out and he like oh seriously and started like like harassing me in front of the whole band like I would like he would like ask a question or something I'd like raise my hand and he'd purposely to like call on everyone except me or he'd like call me out like something I was like playing wrong or something in front of everyone it was like ridiculous one time he threw a pencil at me and it like cut my forehead (laughs) literally I was like seriously like that was like during a sectional or something because even though he was drum major like since he was saxophone still like he would come in into our sectional or something that oh my god that pissed me off so bad but that's crazy yeah and we ended up we were together for like just over three months I think that was Mm -hmm. I think my other relationship was slightly longer than that but none of them had been to like four months but that was kind of right that was kind of crazy. <laughs> so you mentioned that you really liked him because he was mature and you guys had nice conversations. He was smart. So that made me think of like, what are other turn-ons or like other characteristics you look for in a guy? Because I also agree with you that smartness, I didn't think so before. This sounds so bad to say, but <laughs> all my exes have not been super. Oh yeah. Like up to par with your one. intellect. Yeah, except for one, which is that four-month one. And so now I'm thinking back, maybe that's one of the reasons it did last so long, because we were the same level brain-wise. Yeah. other than him, I've always been smarter, and we've never had, like, intellectual conversations about anything. Like, we'd go deep, but not, not in a smart way, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think that's a characteristic that I've added on to my list. 
after like going through some relationships because I didn't realize it before but now I think it does play a big part in connecting with someone making sure you're the same intellectually oh yeah completely for me too like I think intelligence is definitely one of the most attractive qualities and for me too like I feel like I'm a very erudite person like just in how I carry myself and how I talk to and so I don't want to have to be dumbing down my personality to someone else's level and so that's like definitely a big thing you know personality wise someone someone who's funny too like has a good sense of humor doesn't take themselves too seriously like people like will say that I'm a pretty serious person but like if like from the outside it can appear that way but like in my relationships like with friends and stuff I am definitely like funny and so like I I, exactly like, like most people do and so I definitely that's something I look for personality wise what else for you you know my number one has to be sense of humor it always has been and I think that's why I've always been drawn to like the class clowns or the people who command the attention of the room I've always just like really felt attracted to that so I think that's part of the reason why the people I've been with haven't been as smart because they're kind of like the class clown yeah that's why I was attracted to them in the first place but yeah it would be perfect if I found a guy who's funny and makes me laugh and also is smart See, that's the ironic thing for me is so I, most people that I've had a crush on, not even like dated necessarily, have been people that are really smart, but they were quiet, which like in one sense, I really like that because I'm a very talkative person. And so then I wouldn't have to be like kind of sharing, I guess, like in terms of talking. But then when I like would want them to talk, I couldn't get enough words out of them. Like it would be like drawing blood from a stone kind of thing. And so that that with my eighth grade boyfriend, that was a big thing. He would never know what to talk about. And he literally, I'm pretty sure if we looked in like our texts, like he literally texted me, I don't know what to talk about. Probably about 50 times. And that was really. <laughs> that's, that's a turn off right there. Exactly. We're going to talk about turn offs today too. If you don't know what to talk about or if the conversation's not going anywhere, if you don't know how to carry a conversation, that's oh, a yeah. turn off. Oh, yeah. I hate forcing conversation. It's awful. Exactly. It's so much. And the thing is, I love talking to people, so I know how to carry a conversation. I can do it. But if I'm constantly having to carry the weight of the relationship, pretty much, it's not fun anymore. I also want to be able exactly. to talk to other people and get responses back from them. Exactly. And I'd like kind of going along with what you said like class clown like definitely funny but not like goofy to the point of being ridiculous kind of thing and not having goals or anything like I think people who are don't know what they want in life or anything and just are undriven because I'm a very driven person very goal oriented someone who's not like that like we're not gonna mesh very well at all and like it just kind of that lazy personality trait like because I'm just the opposite of that I think that also goes with the smartness and intelligence because someone who's smart generally is driven as well or they have a passion so it also helps me stay motivated if I'm in a relationship with someone else who has goals I also want to achieve my goals exactly exactly so I think that's a really important part of a relationship as well oh yeah for sure So I would say probably my best date. So we're not counting prom since that's not really date, but um, my last boyfriend I've had, so I've gone on dates 
over the past two years, but I haven't dated someone, um, like been in a relationship for two years. And so that last person that I was with, I, he actually lived in a different city in Sedona. And so I went up to go to prom with him and the day afterwards, we kind of walked around, um, the shops and stuff. Cause Sedona, there's the shopping center called Tlacopaki. And I was just there this weekend, actually the first time that I've been back in two years. And so it was a lot of nostalgia and memories. So we, say, yeah. yeah, so Could we, you, like, every time you saw some place you're like, Oh, I remember I was with him. Or I remember oh yeah. Him no. Year. Cause like driving into town, we drove past the place where prom was. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's where prom was. And then Tlacopaki too, like the place where we had dinner at prom and then walking around like kind of behind Tlacopaki there's this hotel and resort that has like a little park with a stream running through it and we had walked around back there and like walked down the river and like kissed it was like really cute and everything there was a giant chess set and we played chess there was like hammocks and we had like sat in the hammocks before and walked around got ice cream I saw the exact ice cream stand where we got ice cream so it was just it was like the best day ever I was I was so happy honestly just like on cloud nine and we spent like four hours or something together before I drove back home a good mix of both it's romantic you got the ice cream you kissed you went on a walk but also fun like you guys played chess you had time to like hang out with each other I feel like that's a perfect kind of date where you're spending the day with each other but it's not boring oh yeah a good mix of like physical stuff non-physical stuff yeah and we had and since he lived in a different city we only got to see each other in person a handful of times like largely we were talking and texting on the phone was most of our contact and so that was really special since I knew I wasn't going to see him again for in person for like at least a couple of weeks if not a month so that was really special what was your best date my best date's probably one of my most the most recent date the last date I went on actually and the re- I haven't really gone on like many dates before this relationship just because like I was dating people in band we saw each other a lot in school that we kind of like never felt the need to see each other more outside of school but anyways this date we met at a park and we watched the sunset together which was like really nice we just kind of talked and caught up for a bit watched the sun go down and then he was like hey what if we go over to my place and I was like okay sounds good so we drive over to his place and even the drive over was like really fun we played music I showed him the Shawn Mendes album obviously and we were driving having a good time we make it to his place and then he kind of like shows me around his apartment even though it like barely took probably five minutes and then we decide we want to play Mario Kart. So then we go back into the living room and we play video games for a bit. And that was also just like really wholesome, just spending time with him and laughing and him teasing me and I'm teasing him. And we're both like on the couch next to each other. It was just a really good time. He dropped me back off at the park and then we kind of like, we didn't like go back up to the benches and sit there, but we just kind of hung out outside our cars for a little bit. And then I went home. That's a very condensed version of it. Yeah. It was, was that the date fun. where you said I love you? Oh, that was. Yeah. So while we were outside the cars, like getting ready to leave, uh, we're kissing a little bit. And then I pull away and I look at him and I say his name. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I love you. And he, he hesitates for a moment. But he has said it before to me, just not in person. He's the one who texted it first. And I didn't respond. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't say it back at that point so kind of I said it back then 
And then he hesitated for like a second. I think he was probably in shock or something. <laughs> and then he said it back and then that was really cute. And then I go home. That's also the first time I got a hickey though. So it was an experience. Like I I did things that I haven't done before. It was a good experience. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed them. So yeah, I think that's why that date's always just gonna like have a more special spot. And I one thing I didn't mention was that the guy that I dated that I was like very intellectually attracted to but not physically attracted to, he had actually been my first kiss, so that was kind of a a uh, unfortunate experience that um, a person that I kissed for a couple months <laughs> that I wasn't attracted to, he had been my first kiss. But then um, the guy that I ended up going up to Sedona for prom with, like, he was like my first, like, actual kiss. And so I'd rather kind of count that. And so <laughs> I do. Yeah, no, for sure. And we get to decide what we want to count and not count. Exactly. Exactly. I had invited a guy over to my house to swim and this is after a previous bad date where I had gone to like meet him at his apartment and he left me sitting in his lobby for two hours because on my drive over there he had been like at the gym or whatever and he dropped like a dumbbell on his head and I like asked him I was like Okay, yeah the exactly but the story goes on yeah and so then I asked him I was like are you okay do you need to like go to the ER or whatever and he's like no no I'm fine I was like you think you have a concussion he's like no no I'm fine and then I'm driving over there and I'm five minutes away and he texts me he's like oh, JK I went to the ER or whatever and I was like okay how long do you think it's gonna take he's like oh it won't take me that long I'm just gonna like get bandaged or whatever they'll check me for a concussion and I was like you should and I was like already go because I would have turned around and gone home because I was on my way if he had told me that no he didn't think he was gonna be out so then of course he ended up spending two hours in the er and i had been and i was sitting in his apartment building like the and everyone's like passing by and i'm just sitting in the lobby and and like exactly and exactly and i'm an impatient person anyway that's like so that was really hard and i was like getting really upset with him and i eventually like i left and i was like walking out to my car and i was like crying and then he texts me he's like i just got back and so then I, then I like went and met him and I like told, like I rinsed him. I was like so upset that he like had done that. Um, and he felt really bad to his credit. Um, and then, so I had given him like a second chance and like invited him over to my house to swim. And like, I had been like kind of flirting with him, you know, giving him signs to like kiss me or whatever, like the whole night. And then I like walk and he didn't, he was like showing remarkable restraint for a guy you know they don't usually do that um and I don't think he wasn't attracted to me but he had this big thing about age because he was in college and I was 17 or whatever so and there's only like a two-year age difference but he was really taking that heart and so then I walked him out to his car and I kissed him and he like flinched and jumped back for me it was like whoa and I was like really you're gonna act surprised like I haven't been like giving signals all night or anything and so then after that I just like cut that off so that was a and the thing is is like we had like been at a camp together and like afterwards we would like stay up on the phone till like 3 a.m like really deep conversations we got along so well and then we like finally saw each other in person like these terrible experiences back to back and so I just like was like you know whatever we're just gonna stop with this Mm -hmm. so like I said before I haven't gone on many dates I've gone on probably three real dates which are all with my most recent ex but if I were to choose like a bad memory or like a date-ish kind of scenario it probably would have been oh gosh so this is 
was another band kid. It was junior year, I want to say. And, like, again, he's another class clown. So I was really only attracted to him because he made me laugh. Like, looks-wise, he wasn't the greatest. Intelligence-wise, he definitely wasn't the greatest. But he was, like, nice in general and fun to talk to. So I was like, okay, let's just see where this goes. So then he asked me if I want to hang out one day it was after school and I was like yeah sure and so he drives me to Wendy's and we get a Wendy's well first of all I realized he's the cheapest guy I've ever met I didn't know this going (laughs) into it because I hadn't talked to him too much but he picks me up from school we drive to Wendy's and he's like oh what do you want to order and I I tell him my order and he's like oh are you sure you don't want to do the four for four and I was like, oh, yeah, like, I was kind of good with what I chose. Why? He was like, four for four is just so much cheaper. You get so much more for your money. And I was like, okay. And at this point, I still wasn't sure if he was going to be paying or we're going to split or I pay and he, but I, we were in the drive through And then he's like, yeah, and I don't even think I have enough money um, for what you want to get. So I'm just going to get a four for four for you. That's too. rough. And oh, my like, God. Um, okay. <laughs> And so he gets me a four for four and he gets himself a four for four. He pays with change. Like, you know, people oh my God. in their car. Like, Was he literally like counting out nickels and dimes? Yes. Oh and my God. Like, Dude, it's eight bucks. It, you don't have a $10 bill? <laughs> Come on. And so I'm just kind of like looking at him counting his change. Wow. And I get kind of fed up. I have my wallet with me. I'm like, hey, just like take the 10 bucks. So we wow. count your change later. And he doesn't want to take it from me. He's like, no, 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 I want to pay. And I'm like, you don't have to pay for eight bucks. Like, I'll take care of it. You pay the next time. Yeah, and I feel like this is this something else we can touch on too. But, like, with first dates or, or you know, it can you can always split it the first time. I mean, you're still getting to know yeah. each other. I mean, it could even be, like, whoever asks out can pay for it. So, like, if, like, the girl asks the guy out, like, they can pay for whatever, especially if it's a less expensive meal. But you can always split it. That's always, like, a good exactly. option, you know. Right, but he just wasn't having any of it. So he finally counts his coins or whatever, pays it, we get our food. We're kind of eating in the car, and then he's like, hey, you want to go back to school? And it was, like, after school hours. I'm pretty sure we had rehearsal. So we were going to eat and then go to rehearsal. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So we go out, and we have, like, a patio at school. And we're just kind of sitting there and eating. And then one of his friends shows up. And he's, like, saying hi or whatever. And he introduces me. And I'm like, oh, it's just going to be a quick hi. And then he's going to walk away. No, the friend sits down next to him. (laughs) You got your date crashed. Yeah. Wow. I was like, what, is this some kind of party now? Can I invite my friends? What's going on? Yeah. The friend just kind of sits there. And they're both on one side of the table. And I'm on the other side of the table. And I'm just eating my fries. And I don't know the other friend. Like, I have no clue who he is. Yeah, it's like turned into you third wheeling then. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I'm kind of over it. So I made some excuse. And I was like, hey, I'm going to go, like, get changed for rehearsal or something. And he's like, oh, it's only been, like, 20 minutes. I'm like, yeah, that's plenty. Wow. Yeah. 
And then we have received from her some interesting gifts from people. I think Avantika definitely tops um, whatever gifts I have gotten. So if you want to go ahead on sure, that. I can start with, I don't even know if this would, yeah, I like this gift. I still have it. One of, like a very unique gift I got was, it was my Earn Gaze Room, which is basically like this dance graduation. I had been dancing for nine years. I had this big performance at the end of it. And so the guy I was seeing at the time, he got me this painting, which he handmade. It, it's pretty big. And he dropped that off as a gift. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like, thanks. We ended up breaking up probably a week or two afterwards. So then I was kind of confused. I was like, do I hang it up in my room? Do I, what do I do with it? So now it's just in my closet and it's been in my closet for a very long time. But like, I appreciate how much time he put into it. And it, it is pretty, but that was just like very different. I you said it's a painting of a flower, right? It was like, yeah, they're called Mandela's, I think. Just like yeah. Just of flowers and everything. But he made it look nice and it was like all colored in and stuff. Yeah. So that was cool. Another cool gift I got was I wasn't dating the guy at the time, but we were talking and it was my birthday. And this is maybe one of the most thoughtful gifts I've got from a guy. It was like in a gift bag and it had all sorts of things that I liked. Like he knew I like stationery. So he got me pens and notepads and notebooks and he went overboard with himself. And I'm pretty sure it's his mom who bought this stuff. Cause I was like <laughs> also talking to his mom and she's so sweet. She's the sweetest ever. That's so I funny. think she probably had a part in it, but then he also got me stuffed animals of my favorite animals. So one was an elephant and one was a tiger and that was super adorable. And then I think he put like candies and chocolates in it. So that was like a super sweet gift that made me feel nice. So my eighth grade boyfriend I mentioned earlier, he actually made me a ring out of a quarter. So he pounded out the middle of a quarter and made me a ring. And I wore it like every day through our relationship. It turned my finger green. And so I like painted the inside with clear nail polish and then that wore off. And so then I put it on a chain, but like every day we were together, I wore it. And he had planned to like make himself a matching one, but he never got around to it. I didn't see that as like a red flag or anything, but I still have that somewhere. That was a really sweet gift. And he also had gotten me um, like an owl bracelet when he went on a trip to California from the guy that I went up to Sonoma with prom with he was an exchange student from Brazil and he gave me his Brazilian soccer jersey which is really special because um in South America and Central America all the Latin American countries soccer is like a really big deal and so then he gave me his soccer jersey and that was cool and that was the year of the world cup too so I wore it um when I watched the Brazil games (laughs) that was that was really special and I think that's like the extent of the gifts I've gotten. Yeah, Yeah. all pretty thoughtful. I haven't gotten any bad gifts. So this is a story. Uh, Senior year, junior year, I don't know, all the years were together at this point. But this guy, so he's asking me out to homecoming. And he, we play this game called Assassins, where it's basically just the senior game. You're trying to get people out or whatever. He lures me into the room by telling me he wants to talk strategy. So I was like, okay, this is after rehearsal. I'm tired. I want to go home. But I'm like, okay, let's talk strategy for a little bit. And then I'm going to go home. We go into the room. He just rambles. I think he's nervous, but he just talks and talks and I'm not getting anything out of it. And I'm confused and tired. So there comes a point where 
where I just walk to the door and I'm like, hey, I'm leaving. I don't know what the point of this was, but like, I'm tired and going home. And then he was like, wait, 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 don't leave. And I'm like, what? And he gets down on a knee and pulls out a bamboo plant. (laughs) (laughs) And he proposes to me and he's like, will you make me the happiest man and go to homecoming with me? And I'm just looking at him and I'm looking at the bamboo plant. And And you're like, like, how do I respond to this? (laughs) Exactly. So first I'm like, you can get up. Like, you don't have to stay on your knee. Just get up. And so he stands up and then I, like, nicely reject him. I'm like, oh, I already have plans, but thank you. And then I'm getting ready to leave. And he's like, well, you can still have the bamboo plant. And I was like, oh, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, it's for you. And I was like, oh, thank you. And so I shove it in my backpack because I don't want anyone else to see because I don't want to be asked questions and I just want to go home at this point. But while I'm leaving, my backpack, like, opens up and the plant falls out. And then, like, all the rocks of the plant fall out too. And it just makes a big scene, bigger than I wanted it to be. But it was fine. I got the plant back in the pot and the rocks back in the pot and I brought it home. And it's still doing good. My bamboo plant is alive and thriving right now. So yeah. And one thing she didn't mention, because it's like part of the backstory, is she had been like out before band rehearsal. And there was a Home Depot across the street from her high school. And he had like asked her, like, do you think I have time to run to Home Depot? And she was like, no. And he still ran across the street, bought the bamboo boob plant and came back. (laughs) He came back all red in the face. And I was like, oh, where did you go? And I was like, oh my God, did you run to Home Depot? I assumed he was going to drive there. We're all seniors or juniors. We have our cars. And I was like, oh my gosh, you ran there and came back. And he was like, haha, yeah. But I didn't ask him what he got or why he had to go. And then afterwards, it all clicked. I was like, oh my gosh, he bought me a plant from Home Depot. And he ran back with it. It's a pretty (laughs) elaborate way to ask someone out. Like very unique. I definitely give him points for that. Oh yeah. So a segment that we're going to start incorporating into the end of our podcast is like uh, current song favorites we have. And then kind of to go with this one. So instead of favorites, we're going to do a song that we have a memory associated with, like specifically a, a guy memory. So like for me, um, the song I slow danced at prom with, with my last boyfriend two years ago was Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Um, That's, I feel like seriously yeah and it was and it was specifically the Beyonce version although I just so now every time of course I listen to that song I think of that um also I had I did a short trip to Mexico fall break of 2019 and like had a fling with a guy down there and Senorita with Son Mendes and Camila Cabello that one I always associate with that time too and so those are like two songs that I associate with uh, good so memories. Do you, do you think back on them in a good way or you kind of listen to them and like, oh. The per- for with Perfect, I always have good memories. Like it always makes me smile and gives me like the warm fuzzies and everything. But with Senorita, I love that song, but it makes me kind of bitter because that little fling ended like in flames. So <laughs> there's kind of like, uh, it's bittersweet for sure. was a song it was our sophomore year I'm pretty sure that was a song I 
uh, no, we just listened to it together. We didn't like dance to it or anything. But now when I listen to it, I can't. I don't like to listen to it. It just kind of ruined the song for me. Oh my so gosh. Every time it comes on a playlist. I love yeah. the song. That and Say You Won't Let Go. Those are two songs I haven't listened to in probably years. Because I just skip it. I'm done with them. But a song that I don't know how I feel about yet is Talk by Khalid, I think. Mm-hmm. And there's a funny story behind this one because I was talking to the guy and I think we were playing like truth or truth or something and we were talking about what ambiance we wanted to like have sex in like if we were to like how like what would the lighting be like would there be songs yeah and he said if there was a song he wanted to choose it would be this song and so now every time I listen to it that's the only thing I can think of (laughs) so I'm still not sure if it's a bad memory that I associate or just I don't know it's different I just think about that when I hear the song I'm like "Mm, that's interesting I feel like it's too upbeat too like I don't think that sets the right mood So that brings us to the end of this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed. If you would like us to do a part two, of course, there's always more to talk about. We can go into more specifics of things, you know, just let us know. And um, yeah, we will see you next time on Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus. Thank you for listening.